Get 15% off the fullest entire product line with code the fullest podcast at checkout. One of the main ingredients in our product line, saffron, has been proven over and over again in clinical double blind placebo trials to be an effective form of treatment for depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Saffron has been used by many cultures for thousands of years for these purposes, and now the research is here to finally back it up, proving that plant medicines and ancient healing practices can actually be an effective alternative to pharmaceuticals. From caffeine-free latte powders to saffron baths and capsules, there's something for any modern woman looking for ancient healing. Again, that's code the fullest podcast at checkout for 15% off. I hope you enjoy your new daily saffron ritual. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fullest Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Bostwick, and today's guest is Shabad Preet, who's the CEO of Rama Institute for Applied Yogic Science and Technology. They have locations in LA, Mallorca, New York City, and they're virtual on Rama TV online. At the side of her teacher and Rama's founding CEO and someone who I deeply cared about, Guru Jagat, for Eight years from shortly after the opening of Venice flagship to Guru Jagat's sudden and unexpected death in 2021, Shabad Preet served as Guru Jagat's chief of staff. That's how I met you, Shabad Preet. And she implemented Guru Jagat's trailblazing vision and supported the fruition of Rama's physical and digital expansion from a wellness startup to an internationally recognized global phenomena. With the passing of Guru Jagat, Shabad Preet continues Rama's mission as a crossroads of consciousness, well-being, and creation culture. Known for her healing approach, Shabad Preet can also be found teaching in our Kundalini trainings and in their three global women's programs. Hi, Shabad Preet. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me. Really an honor to be here. I have obviously like we've just connected over the years and you know it's been a bit since we last talked it was so wonderful to see you at rama at the new space in la and it was bittersweet obviously for so many reasons but i wanted to kind of start by sharing like my experience with kundalini yoga and i found it because of rama um because of what you guys have created and it really changed my personal life my relationship with myself my business life and connecting with the rama community that you guys created as well as you and guru jagat your support and what we're doing it just meant so much to me and like i'll never forget it so i feel like i just always want to share the benefits and the power of kundalini yoga and how it can truly transform people's lives. And so I'm just really excited to have you on. And I want to, you know, kind of, I'm so fascinated by, obviously I love business. Like we, we interview a lot of people, founders on here. So you blend both, right? Because you're here sharing all the amazing, we're going to dive into like the benefits of Kundalini and how it can really expand someone's life similar to it has it already has ours, but also you guys have business trainings and you share so much about just the power in 
entrepreneurship and the business journey and how there's so much grace in that as well. And part of that too, like I thought was so incredible is watching like what happened after Guru Jagat's passing and how unexpected it was, but how you guys were able to continue her legacy and you're now CEO. And I'm really curious, like how it was set up to move forward because a lot of businesses, especially with a founder like that, I feel like sometimes it just falls apart, you know, and she created, you know, a vision that was just so much more than herself, but she was so deep in it and hands-on that you just like kind of were watching, wondering what was going to happen. And it's so beautiful what you've done. And you've really obviously stepped into um, taking on so much more while grieving. So I just, you know, I'm so happy to connect with you and like have this raw conversation and also share about the benefits of like what you're sharing, because that's part of what I'm assuming like is driving your you and and you personally and like wanting to continue that legacy. So tell us, how are you? How did, how, how is everything, you know? And how did it like come down to like you being like, okay, we're, we're just like continuing this. Like, did you guys have a conversation about it ever before? Oh, you know, I, we, we didn't because this has just been, this was such a, such a sudden, um, such a sudden occurrence. Uh, there was, you know, never really a time for such a specific conversation under, under these, under these sorts of circumstances. But, you know, really the, the time that, uh, we spent together and I mean, really, I, I have been at Guru Jagat's side since the opening of this this first studio the studio opened in April of 2013 and I sort of came on the scene through a series of synchronistic circumstances meeting Guru Jagat in October of 2013 and really you know to kind of answer that and speak to that a little bit Nikki I think it it just really comes from a kind of a ground up uh, every every aspect really of Rama um, as an organism I was kind of there just from its its sort of inception point from the kind of studio operations from working with Guru Jagat and her private practice and kind of all of the ways that Rama evolved over that period of time is really a very kind of organic process and when I really look back on that time I just feel so so fortunate and um, in in a strange and painful way, uh, the time together really kind of kind of makes sense. And also, one thing I really reflect on a lot is just what Guru Jagat accomplished in those eight years, uh, from opening Rama Institute until her death in um, 2021. Her relentless kind of pace and that just sort of you know fever pitch of um, doing everything that she did at the breakneck speed that she did it and everything that uh, I was able to learn in in those years with her in that painful and beautiful way, you know, really feels like she was really delivering a, a, a payload uh, to be carried into the future. So beautiful. So 
as you went on to like kind of take over, I'm curious, like you were grieving and you took over at the same time. So how did Kundalini Yoga support you in grieving? Because also like a lot of times, you know, when you're in this world that like, let's say you're, you know, a, I mean, in this situation you are like, right, you're a Kundalini teacher as well sometimes like there can be such burnout and it, then it's hard to like find time for yourself and your own practice because you're giving so much that it's so hard to fill your own cup. So how did Kundalini yoga support you in like getting back to yourself while also continuing on this like legacy? Absolutely. I mean, one, another kind of aspect to just that, that, that this time really, um, after Guduja gets passing that I think is just so critical is, um, the kind of mark of the Rama community, our incredible team, all of our teachers, um, and, you know, everyone's kind of collective prayer for the continuation of this incredible community of Rama that we all, um, you know, love so deeply and that means so much to so many people. So I, I really can't speak enough to this, the support of, of all the Rama crew and all the Rama teachers. And really, you know, despite the obvious kind of grief and loss of, of and just shock really of Guru Jagat's passing in, in a strange way, but, but not so strange, you know, the mission never changed. And I think that really just speaks to the kind of team and the kind of essence of what of what Rama is and the 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 sort of mission that uh, Guru Jagat was set on accomplishing and that you know we are also carrying forward and like you say I, I, a testament to the practice I mean the just a regular kind of practice uh, can really become a framework that is supportive in so many ways for whatever it is that um, you might be growing in your own life. Um, and so obviously th this was, you know, a major anchor for me since Guru Jagat's passing. Kundalini yoga is just so adaptogenic. It really works and supports in the same kind of way that adaptogenic herbs are right where it really goes the energy goes where you need it and so the, I, I definitely um, have just been so grateful for the anchor of the mission of Rama and the anchor of this this incredible practice. You know, it's really taken me kind of deeper than I ever, ever imagined. And the other kind of aspect of, of you know, our experience just for a little feel behind the scenes here at Rama is that I really, you know, feel and, and deeply connect to everything every time I practice is just that essence and presence of Guru Jagat in our new space in everything as we as we move forward. This has absolutely been just, you know, a giant support. I love that. I love that. I, you know, the adaptogenic piece, it's so true. It's like, it gives you what you need, especially when it's you like really are focusing on specifics too. It's like very general, but also very specific. And so I, um, I love thinking about it that way, but for those people who are listening, who may not have heard or have ever practiced Kundalini yoga, 
Can you share what makes it different from other forms of yoga like vinyasa or ashtanga? Absolutely. The root of yoga, of all of these various kind of branches of, of yoga, really comes from the same place. But um, kundalini yoga specifically, what really sets it apart is the integration of these kind of four pillars of practice, the physical yoga, the meditation, the sort of yoga of the mind, if you will, the ability to kind of hold the, the space of your own mind, your mind stream the the focus the beam of your own mind breath and mantra so all four of these very powerful technologies are integrated inside this this one practice and that is definitely um part of what of what makes kundalini yoga such a powerful and, and really practical practice and you know other aspects of kundalini yoga that are kind of distinguishing from from other other forms of yoga kundalini and this is so relevant i think to these times um, on the planet and uh, what's kind of necessary for upkeep and happy humans at this time. But the, the glandular system and the endocrine system, kundalini yoga really affects the endocrine system. And the endocrine system is responsible for all of the different hormonal patterns, reactions in the body, also the brain, the brain chemistry, and, and these things, hormones, brain chemistry, the, these are very subtle, but very powerful and highly influential, you know, essential processes that, that happen in the body. Kundalini yoga regulates the glandular system. So it brings this level of regulation, balance, daily, you know, healing, vitality, to all of those baseline, most essential processes, chemical processes in the body. So th this is really, I, I think, the kind of effective key of kundalini yoga and why it's so kind of immediately um, powerful and impactful. Um, I remember when I first started practicing I had been doing many kinds of yoga and the the thing that struck me immediately in my very first experience with kundalini was the quick results within three minutes, five minutes. Um, I was in a very kind of deep energetic state that normally took a longer amount of time to kind of get into with some of the other practices that um, I had been working with. And this is really the, the ability of the practice, the design of this practice to affect the glandular system that really sort of uh, sets it apart from, from other practices. And along these lines, this anti-aging effect of kundalini yoga, and, and again, this comes back to the glandular system, the glandular system working with the hormones, working with the brain chemistry, of course, is involved with all of the kind of hormonal evolution that a, that a human being will go through from, you know, birth until death. And so naturally, logically, as we age, the glandular system will sort of decrease naturally a little bit in function or change naturally throughout our chronology. 
And so stimulating the glandular system every day, which you can really do in Kundalini yoga with a very short practice, as little as, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, or, you know, longer, of course, if, if you, if you want, but this daily regular stimulation of the glandular system brings you a kind of dose of vitality that maintains the functioning of the endocrine system throughout the lifespan. So a kind of happy side effect of this really you see in long-time practitioners is a, a kind of different experience of aging. So these are a few of the things that I think really set Kundalini Yoga apart as a very powerful science and practice. It makes so much sense. And some of the things at the fullest that we really believe is this idea of supporting the body and helping to heal itself. And that's like, instead of just throwing a bunch of supplements at it or doing all these things that, you know, I think we as people in modern society think that we need to like lather on all this stuff, right? And like yeah. do all this external stuff that, yeah, of course, some of it's really great for support. You know, I like, for example, I love saffron, like, but I think that ultimately, you know, going back to plants, you know, plant medicine, and also these sorts of practices that you see in Kundalini yoga, these are things that really are going to are from nature or are intuitively brought to us like kundalini yoga you know that support our body's natural inclination to just want to heal itself absolutely and i just i completely align with that thought process and i also it supported me in healing my hashimoto's you know yeah. you're so there's a lot of support for thyroid and a lot of people, especially here in Southern California, we have a lot of thyroid issues. And I believe a lot of it has to do with our environmental stressors. And there's, you know, nuclear power plants down here too that are leaking and that really affects our thyroid. So whatever we can do to really support, I completely agree. And the other thing is with mental health, and you mentioned that I really believe, and that's why we chose saffron as um, a main ingredient in our product line is because I really believe that mental health is the foundation of wellness. And it's something that I, having had the fulls, having had this like editorial component of our platform, like I really realized early on, if we're not able to manage our mood effectively, and show up as the best person that we want to be by being able to manage our mood because we're going to have these different experiences and feelings. But it's all about managing that and being able to like really see to it how like use these different tools to be able to continue to like see clearly and yes. um, come back down like more quickly from a situation back into our body. That I think is the key to a foundational wellness practice. And that's, again, like coming from the herbalism side, like that's what saffron obviously does is support you and calming your nervous system. But coming from like a tool, another aspect of having really tools, that's exactly what Kundalini Yoga taught me. And I know that's like, like you said, a main component of it is having that capacity, having that awareness of coming back to yourself and that 
it's a training. Absolutely. And so I love that that's something that's offered on the daily. It's not just like sometimes you get that from your yoga practice. It's like that's the basis. That's the foundation of the practice. Yes. And it just so turns on the intuition. Like you say, it, it, it aligns you with your own natural momentum towards well-being, towards uh, your higher intuition, towards your own kind of uh, real baseline. It, it really aligns you um, in that space. Absolutely. We're excited to introduce you to Den Mother, a neighborhood wellness retreat on Abbott Kinney Boulevard in Venice. Den Mother's wellness offerings are based on a wiser form of wellness with treatments derived from ancient healing practices from around the world. This includes Japanese acupuncture, Indian Ayurveda, Chinese herbology, and Nordic contrast water therapy. A sanctuary in the city, a place to restore, relax, and connect. Den Mother's rituals and ceremonies are central to Den Mother's methods. Created as a response to help heal the immense stressors of our modern day lives, the wellness space offers a myriad of services, such as a private cedar sauna cold plunge circuit to warm oil massages to help meet the unique needs of our community. All of their offerings are designed to help downregulate the nervous system in order to upregulate health and wellness. For the deepest form of healing, try out the DEN method, their signature treatment that discovers the root cause of your imbalances and symptoms. Using neuromuscular testing and biofeedback acupuncture, DEN Mother's team of wellness experts create custom supplement, nutrition, and acupuncture protocols to uplevel your healing capacity bringing the focus to supporting your body's natural healing wisdom. Den Mother is offering the fullest listeners 10% off your first treatment. Use code FULLEST10 when booking an appointment online at denmother.com. If you're looking for a healer but having trouble finding someone you trust, then head to realmofexperience.com. Realm of Experience is a Rolodex of vetted and high-integrity healers across a range of modalities from functional health doctors to intuitives and mediums, human design to astrology, and kundalini teachers to acupuncturists. Set up to connect quality and high-integrity practitioners with those seeking their services around the world. All practitioners offer remote sessions and provide one-on-one courses, workshops, readings, and retreats. Again, head to realmofexperience.com to look for the perfect healer. So why do you think that mental health and anxiety rates are rising? And how, what are like specific kundalini tools that can help people manage their mood and mental health? Because like you said, I love the three minute, the 11 minute, you know, like little practices. So the, I was actually one of the things like I went to summit one year and Guru Jagat taught there. And it was just so fun to get like her little tips and tricks for, especially people in that setting that weren't necessarily, they were just trying Kundalini for the first time. And it was like, this is what you can take home. This quick little thing, it's going to completely transform your day in three minutes, you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think to, to speak to your, you know, your first question, why um, do we see just such a rise in, in mental health and, and anxiety on the planet right now? And I think, you know, one, there's probably many contributing factors to that, but just the kind of increased, you know, t- uh, technology, the kind of speed that, that everything is moving at in this time. And like you talk about, Nikki, stress in the nervous system that the kind of experience of stress quote unquote is going to happen no matter what and sort of no matter what the circumstances are so what we have to work with as yogis is the ability to expand ground down regulate deepen the nervous system so that it's the experience of the stimuli the stimuli themselves or may still be present in the environment but with being able to shift your own nervous system you are able to have a different experience of those things so that really you know is the 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 bedrock of of what kundalini yoga and meditation can provide through the physical yoga practice through pranayama through um, mantra, through meditation. But I, I think that, you know, that sort of the the increase of just the pace of, of everything and the pressure that people are on and learning to work with our nervous systems directly, kundalini yoga can really hand you that actual tool. And that I think is what is just so crucial um, in this time. And, you know, what I think you guys over, over at the fullest are just doing the most beautiful and inspiring job of is people need more than just information. They need tools to bring into their own experience to learn how to create that deepening, that expansion in their own actual nervous systems. It has to be actualized experience, not just information so that we can actually have a different experience of whatever it is that is kind of unfolding in front of us. And that's really what Kundalini Yoga also is. It's it's a transportation system from sort of one state of be- being, something that feels like a fixed reality, that with a small practice, a deep breath, a few minutes of a physical practice, a few minutes of dropping into a meditation, you can actually experience a change in your nervous system so that you can then actually interface with um, the world around you, your relationships, your businesses, your family, your children, yourself, whatever it may be, your own sort of experience of your mental well-being, uh, your mood in an actually different way. You can actually come to the table in a different way. And I think that is, you know, why this practice is really so effective is it actually puts these actual tools in people's hands. And, you know, in terms of in terms of some of the specific tools, um, I'd love to just share a few with with you here on the podcast today, but absolutely recommend anyone who's interested heading over to RamaTV.com. That's 
rama-tv.com or you can visit us at one of our three locations here in Los Angeles and Santa Monica beautiful new space there, our studio in New York City on the Lower East Side in Manhattan, or our European flagship in Palma de Mallorca um, in Spain. You can, you know, drop in for an experience there. But online on Rama TV, we literally have thousands of experiences for you. There's classes, full 90-minute classes, 60-minute classes, all the way down to three-minute, five-minute, ten-minute micro-practices that you can, you know, find something that works for the amount of time and space that you have to gain the experience of deepening your own nervous system and, and changing your own POV. And that's really what I think is just the most empowering and, and important thing about this practice is it really puts the tools for evolution, the empowerment for reclaiming your, you know, sovereignty around your own mental health or these experiences, anxiety, depression, etc. It, it really puts the tools of healing and of having a different sort of experience in your hands. It's, it's really powerful. Yeah. And the thing is, along with like, you know, mental health and anxiety rates rising, I think like one note is, especially, you know, I have a lot of friends that are founders or different um, women and people that have reached out to me that just have like high, they have this sort of lifestyle that is going to be high stress. It's going to require a lot, right? And it's not, in my opinion, about, yes, lifestyle is so important. And that's like, you know, having a practice is part of lifestyle, obviously. But I think a lot of times, I think this whole conversation really is about the tools and implementing the tools because it's not, there are going to be a lot of stressors and situations that you just can't get out of. Mm -hmm. And that's where you're at, or that's where, you know, life just has so much being thrown at us. Or even if we don't, you know, pay attention to the news that's already being throwing everything at us, just our daily lives, being a parent, such a blessing, right? But then at the same time, it's, it's so much work, so stressful, along with all the other list of things that you need to do and taking care of yourself. And there's just so much that we want to accomplish maybe in a day or maybe just the line of work that you're in is a high stress line of work, but it doesn't mean that you have to live in that way, right? Like it can mean that you still have that career or that experience of whatever it is, that fullness of life, but you're just able to use the tools to manage it more and maybe even expand more, right? Like that's how our Guda Jagat was able to do accomplish so much in just eight years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Her life was full, had so much, of course, so much stress was involved, but it was about being, organizing your brain, organizing your thoughts, organizing and managing all that. So it's not necessarily, yes, of course, like we want to take an inventory of our lives and like reduce stress from unnecessary stress but there's unnecessary stress and then there's stress that's just going to be there and we just need to learn to like manage that. And that's what I really truly love about Kundalini Yoga and love that Rama has modernized this technology to, to enable thousands of people to 
benefit from it. And it's changed so many lives. And along with that note, I think it's really important, especially for people who haven't heard of Kundalini Yoga and now want to dive in and definitely go on Rama TV or check out the studios. But I, if you're just going to like simply do a Google search and not necessarily go straight to Rama, you know, people might then like find out just with any other alternative therapy or any other alternative practice, like, right. Like you're, if you want to just go on the internet and just search something, like you might find things that are cons of a situation. Right. And I, I want to address that in this um, podcast because I, I know that there's things that have come up with like the founder of Kundalini Yoga and like questionable things. And along with that, um, I'd love your commentary, Shabad Pri, but I I guess I want to start just by saying like human beings aren't perfect. I think that there are things that can come through people that are still so great and can heal still so many people that don't necessarily have to be canceled and torn down by also like other actions that were done. And I think we're in such a cancel culture that we're so quick to just like in any sort of setting, you know, just completely end something and squash it and have things aren't so black and white like that in real life. And we have to undo that conditioning that society has placed on us and like really have this like critical thinking and really see through things. Because I think that I I know so many people that this practice has supported. And so I know what a powerful tool it can be. And I just don't want it to be overshadowed by something. And I, and I think what's really cool is that Rama is its own thing. And I'm just curious, like how, if you've responded to people who have been questioning it and whatnot, if you can share a little bit about your thoughts around it, Chavit. Well, I mean, I think, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And um, anyone who has really engaged um, in this practice, that's really something to to come back to the the, you know, power and momentum of of a practice like this, and the various agendas that are interested in keeping tools of healing and of, you know, evolution out of people's hands. And that is really where I return to in this conversation is the depth of power in this practice. And the proof is really in the pudding, you know? I think that's a really great answer. You know, try it and see how it can support you and then like make a decision based off of that. Yeah, Um, yeah. But I, and I love that, again, like you can just go on the website and say, I have three minutes. I have just a few minutes. Like I just want something to support where we have technology literally at the palm of our hands, right? Like we have our phone with us. You can just use your phone and just do it. And the more that you practice, the more quickly you can find that awareness And like you said, like go back to your intuition more quickly when you find yourself in like a heated situation. And it requires like going and taking a deep breath and then coming back to, okay, like, do I need something extra? Let me just hop on really quick. And I know that for me specifically, I really was like religious about my kundalini yoga practice for a very long time, pre-children, during my pregnancy. And you know, being coming a parent and having so much going on, like I 
I don't have, you know, my private Kundalini yoga instructor that I had come to my house multiple times a week to do it. Right. But I, I still incorporate those practices and I still rely on those tools to help me get back to my baseline. And so Rama has just been such an important community part of to and like just being part of the Rama community and having that support and just knowing like maybe you don't engage with it all the time. Maybe it's something that you engage with only sometimes, but just knowing that there's this community there to support you and to cheer you on and to educate you and that you can rely on. It's so important in, in this day and age where we are mainly like on our own in our homes we don't go outside we don't necessarily connect like we might go to a coffee shop but you're not necessarily having these like deep connections and that's what i absolutely i'm so impressed by with rama is this strong community that you guys have created in such a short period of time how do you think you guys achieved that? Like, again, do you think it's just power in the pudding and just like coming together and making each other strong? Or do you like, what's so unique about Rama specifically that it, and again, it's like this like positive cult like following. And again, like you might think, oh, it's just a cult, but it's, it's not, it's just pos this amazing feeling of positivity and you're just gravitated towards it. Yeah. I mean, you know, in, in Kundalini yoga, there definitely is this concept of practice in a group. And I mean, you know, many of us are familiar with concepts like the morphogenic fields, right? This was found in Kundalini yoga, practicing in a community. And one of the reasons why Rama TV, far before the, the the pandemic and before, you know, there were online platforms in, in the way that are, you know, very commonplace now. But, you know, an early part of the Guru Jagat's vision of Rama was Rama TV, our online platform, which she opened uh, first in 2015, just a few years after our first physical location, that creating community even if virtual, and uh, creating a space where people could practice together. You absolutely are able to accelerate uh, your own kind of energy, deepen your own experience when you are able to practice, at least sometimes, um, with a community. Of course, there's elements of accountability and support and that kind of place where you click into practicing not only for yourself, but sort of, you know, practicing inside that kind of energy of collective wellness, of human potential, of uh, the kind of places that we all intuitively feel deep down is, is the real kind of birthright and positive essence of consciousness and why we're all here. So, you know, there's definitely that, that element in Kundalini Yoga that there's just an acceleration available when you practice inside a group. And, you know, at Rama specifically, I mean, for, for like, you know, Nikki and for anybody who knew Guru Jagat, she was just such a master of, of community and of fun. And this was, you know, another kind of real element, like you say, Nikki, of sort of modernizing the quote unquote spiritual community that, you know, being a spiritual person isn't like outside 
outside of everything else that that you do or the type of person that you may think you are that you a, a spiritual person need not look a certain way or be a certain way this isn't like a type of of person that there's kind of an element of any individual's unique uh inherent divinity that they themselves can connect with and you know her vision really is that was that rama could be that kind of big circus tent where anyone could come regardless of their background regardless of you know who they were or um, what they'd done or where they'd come from could come to touch that part of themselves and also be with other people inside of that space and i do think you know i mean we we say a lot like just add kundalini i think that there's a lot of kind of conditioning around some spirituality sort of looking a certain way or needing a certain kind of approach or a certain sort of piety to uh, enter a space of spirituality you know and, and what was so refreshing about guru Jagat was and is that that really is an illusion and that you know connecting to your your own self and your own essence of of what spirituality means to you is is available to literally everyone so that sort of big tent mentality is absolutely the kind of bedrock of what rama is and kind of how we have sought to hold that kind of space is just providing as many doors and windows to an experience as we can. You know, there's many different kinds of experiences, classes and workshops in our physical studios, online, festival days, you know, kind of experiences where um, culture and creativity are you know brought into the spiritual space and and you know also like bringing rhythm back into our lives you know these kind of important ritual days powerful days rhythmic days like the equinoxes the solstices the moon days days that you know bring us a certain physiological balance but that are also you know part of culture and community and coming together with other people these are all kind of you know aspects of different experiences that are available at Rama. We travel, uh, you know, we've got several experiences coming up in 2023. Guru Jagat brought people all over the world visiting sacred places and, and places of power to give people an experience of um, expanding themselves and experiencing different things. And, you know, we're excited. We've got a few, few of those experiences coming up in 2023, traveling, shopping, meditating, um, you know, in, in beautiful and incredible sacred places. So, you know, this, this is kind of part of the, the, the structure of creating moments inside of our everyday lives where it's possible for people in all the, the ways that, um, you know, as many unique individuals would and should be able to tap into their own kind of root of, you know, what spirituality is for them as an individual. I love that. I, I completely agree. I think offering um, so many different touch points for a community to come together or to explore on their own is, is a huge part of just like building and sharing and 
And that's what I love about Rama. And I'm so, so grateful that you took the time to be with us here today. I appreciate you so much. And if you don't mind just sharing again how people can connect with you guys, we're just so aligned in what we believe. And I I strive to do that too with our community is just offer different ways that we can connect with each other because we're in a time period where that deep connection is lost. And I just appreciate so much what Rama has built. So definitely let us know how we can support, how we can engage with you and um, people listening as well. Thank you so much, Nikki. It's just been such a pleasure to be here today with you um, chatting and connecting. Really, thank you so much. Everybody, you can find us at Rama yogainstitute.com um rama-tv.com and on instagram at rama institute and with nikki will will have all this sort of um in in bio with if you will um on the on the podcast but those are all the ways that you can find us and you know we look forward to seeing you thank you so much we'll talk to you soon chabapri thank you nikki take care